today, the word of the Lord comes to us from Acts chapter number 28, beginning at the third verse. The word of the Lord reads on this wise, And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a venomous beast, a viper, out of the heat and fastened on his hands. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hands, they said amongst themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer whom though he have escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth not to live. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Howbeit they looked when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly. And after they had looked a great while and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said, he was a god. Our verse of consideration is five. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. <clears throat> For a few moments, I want to minister from the topic, cancel the funeral. I'm not dying over this. Come on, tell your neighbor, cancel the funeral. I'm not dying over this. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's worthy of the praise. Father, crucify your flesh. You get the glory out of this. We are excited about what you're getting ready to do. Speak, Holy Ghost. Thy servants hear with thee. Thank you, Father, for a word. Safe arrival. Let us not just be recipients, but let us be also encouraged by the word we hear. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And thank God. Beloved of God, we find ourselves in the book of Acts. Acts known as the Acts of the Apostles. The reason why this is, is because this will be the first time they show up on the scene as apostles. While they were walking with Jesus, they were merely disciples, apostles in training. But after Pentecost now, they receive an elevation that now makes them apostles. We'll find out in the Gospels that one of the disciples did not make it by way of Judas, a scarlet. For he was the one who betrayed Jesus, and as a result of his betrayal, he took his own life. The word declares before they went up into the upper room, they had a vote. Two men were nominated, but only one man was elected. This concludes, or this uh, finalizes, or this seals the 12-man deal, and now they go into the Pentecost, the upper room, waiting to be endowed with power. I've come to tell you, beloved, no matter what school you go to, not even no matter who lays their hand on you, you still got to wait for the power. A lot of us are going in mechanics, and a lot of us are flowing in talents, and a lot of us are operating in know-how, but we lack the power. The Bible says it this way, having a form of godliness, but denying what? The power thereof. The word would declare that after Pentecost, a revival takes place where Peter gets the Holy Ghost and he begins to preach and God begins to add to the church daily. But meanwhile, beloved, there is a young man who is being reared up by the Hebrews. He's going to school. He's becoming educated and his name is Saul. For Saul would be the instrument that the Hebrews, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the scribes would use to combat what the disciples are doing. 
The Bible declares on a road called Damascus, God derails God the plot of the enemy and changes Saul to Paul. Can I ask you a question? Where were you when your name was changed? Where were you when your character was altered? Where were you when your destiny was sent in a whole nother direction? The word declares that the testimony of this Damascus experience led to conversions all around the world. When people begin to hear what happened to Saul, who's now Paul, the same transformation began to happen to them as well. And I found out that faith comes by hearing, hearing what? The word of God. Many shall overcome by what? The word of our testimony. The Bible says that Paul finds himself standing before kings. Kings who have, God, been given the assignment to convict him. But after hearing his testimony, they don't have grounds to convict him on. The word declares, beloved of God, I got that one king said, almost thou hast persuaded me to be a Christian. Can I tell you something? Your testimony is more powerful than any track you'll hand out. Your testimony is more powerful, God, than any sermon you'll preach on the street. You ought to touch yourself and say, I'm getting ready to testify. And so it is, beloved of God, the word would declare, uh, God, that the last king that Paul stood before said, I'm not even going to deal with this. Uh, I'm going to let you stand before Caesar. Caesar is in Rome. Rome is the epic center of the world. If, if Paul uh, could get his doctrine, if Paul uh, could get Christianity to Rome, uh, it would go viral. Uh, let me minister to about 17 of you under the sound of my voice. Uh, your ministry uh, is getting ready to go viral. Your name is getting ready to go viral. Your business is getting ready to go viral. God is about to put acceleration on your situation. And so it is, beloved of God, that here now Paul is traveling in a ship that's destined for Rome. Unfortunately, the ship is not built for the storm that it finds itself in. And a lot of us have to understand when you're on your way somewhere great, you're going to lose some ships along the way. There's going to be some people that started out with you but won't end with you because of the simple fact they wasn't built for the storm that you're going to encounter. They're not able to survive the storm that you have endured. The Bible declares that this storm's name was Eurachlodon. Eurachlodon, God, being a northeastern storm, more like a typhoonic-style storm. God, it was not meant to kill Paul, but it was designed to do a work on the ship. The Bible declares this storm was caught in. The ship was caught in a storm, tossed to and fro with the violence of the waves. I don't want to spend too much time there, but while Paul was in the storm of his life, while he was out on the raging sea, there was a people on an island called Melita that saw what they were going through. And I've come to minister to about eight of you to let you know that while you're in the fight of your life, and while you're going through the storms of your situation and while you're dealing with what you're dealing with, there are some people that's standing by looking and feeling some kind of way about what you're going through. I've come to tell you, they do not come to make fun of you, but God has given them a heart to minister to you after you make it out of the storm that you're in. The Bible declares that these barbarians, they prepare 
prepare themselves to minister. God, I thank you to provide aid and to show hospitality to those who are in this storm this storm tossed ship. The word declares, God, that the ship finally runs aground and the hinder part of the ship is broken with the violence of the waves. And I've come to tell about 18 of you prophetically right before you hit destiny. God, I thank you. Prepare to experience some breakups in your life. Some people just going to cut you off and walk away from you at no reason at all. But do I got anybody under the sound of my voice who can declare I'm too anointed to beg? I've got too much purpose on my life to pursue and chase after nobody but God. And if you want to leave me, it's fine and it's well. For God has already orchestrated somebody to replace you. God, I thank you. And so it is, beloved of God, when they get on land, now they know where they are. And sometime we're in a storm and sometime we're in a situation and we lose track of where we are and who we are and what we're supposed to be. But you ought to tell yourself God is getting ready to bring it all together. The Holy Ghost is getting ready to bring it all back uh, to my uh, remembrance. The word declares, uh, beloved of God, when they get on land, uh, that the that barbarians, those uh, who are savages, those uh, who are cannibalists, those uh, who would normally eat people, uh, now have the heart uh, to help people. And you've got to understand that God is changing up the nature and the character of people in this season. That there'll be more of a help to you now than they've ever been before. You ought to touch yourself and say, help has arrived. Come on, Stephen. And so I heard the love of God that these men built Paul up and the shipmen of fire. Desiring to warm them up on a cold and wet night. Tell your neighbor, God is getting ready to warm you up. I know you've been in the rain and I know you've been in the cold. But God is getting ready to reignite your fire. I know you've been discouraged and I know you've been wounded. But God is getting ready to reignite your fire. And so I heard that Paul was a servant. And because he was a servant, he said, if you're going to build the fire, I might as well gather the sticks. And beloved, you've got to understand that when you are in ministry, no matter what you're going through, and no matter what you're up against, you don't have time to take a time out. There is no days off. But you're going to have to fight. And you're going to have to minister anyway. And I heard the love of God. That while he was gathering the sticks. A venomous beast got in the midst of them. Can I tell you something? The devil is a sneaky individual. He'll creep in unaware. And that is why you've got to have your discernment on. Because you've got to know when the devil has crept in. And so I heard he approaches the fire. And when he approaches the fire, 
he looses the sticks And when he looses the sticks The beast that was in the sticks Jumps out of the fire I've come to tell you The closer you get to The day of your release The closer will become The attack of the enemy The storm didn't kill me The ship didn't drown me The sea didn't do me in But there was A viper That was designed To poison me But the devil couldn't kill me From the outside in He assigned a viper To kill me from The inside out But I heard That Paul shook off the beast Into the fire And felt no harm You ought to tell somebody You saw me get bit But I feel no harm They lied Lied on me But I felt no harm They stole My peace But I feel no harm They robbed me Of my joy But I felt no harm I heard The love of the God The barbarians They stood by Looking at what happened What happened to Paul And they changed their mind And they said No doubt This man Has to be a murderer Because I'm traveling With sinners It don't mean That I'm a sinner Because I'm hanging around A bunch of liars It don't mean That I'm a liar I heard Beloved of God That Paul Didn't address them That Paul Didn't argue with them But Paul Kept on going And a lot of you Have to come to a place Where What you're going through Doesn't require A reaction Or a response I know they're talking And running their mouth But I don't have Nothing to say I heard I heard